All right, so uh, this is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. This is Tyler Townsend. Martin. Uh, Chris Erickson. All right, we got Chris in the house today. So, uh, th- again, this is Chris Erickson. We're going to be interviewing him. Uh, entrepreneur, videographer, photographer, geek. A little bit of everything. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. I just say that because that's what it says it's on easy, Instagram. Easiest <laughs> way to describe, <laughs> describe you. Okay. Absolutely. Right, man. I've known you for a long time. Yeah, we go way back, man. Yeah, it's been a freshman year, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the how we met here in a minute. Um, so, gym update. Um, I got a vasectomy last Friday, so uh, no. No, no gym, gym for Tyler. Wow. Yeah, it was not bad. 20 minutes in and out. I told him it was like 360 bucks before insurance, 70 after. Definitely worth it. Um, it doesn't feel great. I can imagine. I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> but well, uh, I see people grabbing the ice packs and walking all. I didn't do any ice. In. No, nothing. No ice. I did some ibuprofen the first two days, but after that, I'm all right. I took some today because I did a little more moving than I should have yesterday. But as long as I keep it kind of just normalish, no picking. I'm really not trying to pick anything up, but I picked all this shit up today, so we'll uh-huh. see how tomorrow goes. Mm-hmm. Ripping. Yeah, just pop a test. Okay, so with that, they literally just two little incisions. It's literally like just a slice on each one. Barely a slice, like maybe this big. Like I want to say like half an inch maybe. Quarter of an inch even. Cauterized my Mm -hmm. testicles. Mm -hmm. And then uh, moved on. They're purple as (laughs) fuck. No snipping. No snippies. No snippies. No, it's a cauterized. Yeah. And so unlike what Brandon had said, uh, Brandon was all up in the stirrups. Like the gyno exams, right? Mm. Um, but uh, that's not how I did it. And uh, they literally laid me on my back. Oh my goodness, this guy is killing me. He can't use the link. But uh, laid me on my back, legs straight out and flat in front of me, pulled it up, circled it up, and got her done. Mm. 20 minutes. I mean, the worst part was they numb you, right? So the old needles. Yeah. And then it just felt like tugging, but from the inside of my stomach. Wow. It didn't feel great. Wow. I, I told him, I'm like, I feel like I should be shaking mm-hmm. right now. He's like, your body, your body probably thinks you should be. And I'm like, yeah, well. You were conscious the whole time. Oh, yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm in there. I walk out. And you definitely feel like you should take a quarter of a step at a time. And I'm like, is this normal or should I actually be stepping normal? She's like, you step how your body tells you to and listen to your body. I'm like, okay. Wow. It was nuts. Cool. Literally. I'm excited. <laughs> no, more little, no more little Tyler's running around. No, dude, I'm done. I got a 14 and a 10-year-old. Wow. Yeah, bro. 14. Yeah, 14. I started, my son was born two months after I turned 18. Yeah, no, I, remember, I remember. He yeah. came up to say, hey, I'm going to be a dad. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. It was, it <laughs> was, it's was crazy. Senior year. <laughs> senior year. <laughs> senior year. Yeah. Yeah. Where did I see you at? When? When I when I told you that I have no idea, but I remember you coming up to me because we hadn't seen each other in a long time. Yeah, I think it was at Bay, really, or something. You came up and hey. Joey's graduation. I don't think I was there. No, mm-hmm. I was there actually with the baby. I graduated. Joey's, Joey's graduation. Oh. I didn't graduate. Maybe it was at graduation. <laughs> I had a baby at that we, time. I think it was at graduation. You graduated the same time Joey did. Yeah. At his, so I'd have. Oh, a baby. I thought you meant like at his party. Oh, no. no at, at graduation oh, day. Like my Might 18th or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. We had a huge fucking party for my 18th birthday party. It was at Joey's, too. Hmm. Maybe I saw you there. I don't know. I was in a long time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, he's down in uh, 
Arizona, I believe. Isn't, isn't he a model now? I don't fucking know. I don't care. Uh-huh. We don't talk. It's been over a year. We got a, a bit of an argument. More more of a Joey being a prick and me being like, you know what? Fuck you. Uh, Finally. So. Gotcha. <laughs> there's a whole lot of that going on. But uh, anyways, gym update. How yeah. did you do? Uh, well, I started going, well, last week, because I was, I was super sick for, what, two, three weeks straight. Yeah. So, yeah, this week, I started going again, Monday, and then I'm doing the, I'm doing cardio, push, and then cardio, pull, and then cardio, legs. Okay. Yeah, that's all I'm doing, that's how I'm doing my schedule, so, uh, but it's been good. I've been doing more of the Seth Rossi workouts, okay. bodybuilding workouts, just to get back into the feel of it again yeah yeah you just got to be comfortable and consistent Mm -hmm. yeah because it's been because i would i would go for like two three weeks good and then something would happen boom yeah i would just fall off again so so easy to do i think i'm gonna when i get back to going again i think i'm gonna go at like 10 Mm a.m and put in my headphones before i even walk in you know me a social butterfly i'll talk to anybody so it's like it's a little rough first hour is just hey first (laughs) hour fuck it I'll, i'll get to something but i won't move I'll stand right there, and everybody just keeps coming just up and you. talking to me, and I'm like, "Fuck!" But uh, how about you? What do you do for the gym? Yeah, I should probably go to a gym. Yeah, it's <laughs> around too much. I guess my gym these days is just getting my studio built. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm doing a lot of working out that way. But that's that's it. No, no gym for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is your studio in your house, or is it uh, you actually got? A no, I have a studio space. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it was in my house, but now it's in Woodland. Nice. My buddy is uh, uh, Brandon. He's actually usually a part of the podcast. He's kind of taking a break at the moment, but uh, he just opened up Crooked Arrow in downtown Woodland. It's an archery shop. Oh, cool. Yeah, you should go take a peek, man. He's it's, it's got some cool shit in there. Right now, he's just got the workbench. Hmm. You know what I mean? So he can work on bows and shit like that, but he doesn't have a lot of equipment. Inventory right now is nuts. I guess he's like mm-hmm. at a, like a three-month wait right, or some shit. Just saying that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So. <clears throat> but uh, you got to... You gotta, okay. Here's how I want to hit you. Hit me. As, hit as a... Hit me not, good. Not in a physical manner. <laughs> no. I like you a lot. Um, first, let, let's let's talk about how we met. All right. You want to tell... Go for We've it. We've kind of teased it already, I guess. Yeah. Go for it. How what? did we meet? It was what? High school? Freshman year football? Freshman year. It wasn't even <laughs> freshman year yet. It's... Uh, oh, it was summer. Summer, or, summer right football summer, camp. Yeah. yeah. Summer football mm-hmm. camp. Yeah. Freshman football. 13, yeah. 14 years old. 14. Yeah, we'll yeah. be 14, yeah. Uh-huh. Um... Okay, I'll do it then. Oh, so, okay. Well. <laughs> so what happened is I'm standing here with the lineman coach. Oh, God. Okay, that's where you're going. Right? Oh, Zucanic. Oh, man. I, I got something good for you. You there. know he lives like two blocks up, no up way. the way? Yeah, I, I saw him like all the time just driving around, and I finally figured out he lives like two blocks north of here. That's crazy. Yeah. I saw him at once at Comic-Con. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're getting <laughs> yeah, to that. Okay, get to that don't, don't forget that shit. <laughs> but we're over there. Uh, we're, we're linemen, right? I'm a bigger guy. I actually wasn't that big at that time. It was no. probably the skinniest I'd been. But I, I wasn't even that big either. Forever. We just had, either. There was only like 10 of us there anyway. Like We barely had enough for Anything. a team. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this kid comes up to us. We're, all, we're standing there with the coaches. And he's like, hey, do you know where the football That's not how it Where football is? <laughs> and, like, how, and you're holding a football. We all have football. <laughs> we got stuff going on. Okay. I'll tell the story. You tell the story then. All right. Here's what happened. It was eighth grade. I was going to Geyser Middle School, right? And they were the they had recruited people there to come to, to this summer program. Okay. They started the summer workout program at the high schools, um, like a week or two 
before like the school year was over for middle school. But uh-huh. they, they offered shuttle like bus to the high school for your middle mm-hmm. school. I was the only one that went. So I was on this bus driving the bay. I've been to Hudson's Bay before. My brother right. went there. Uh, he graduated. So I kind of knew my way around bay a little bit. And there was no one around in sight. Not outside, nowhere. And I was knocking on some doors. Every single door was locked. And uh, I was the last door I knocked on was the, the locker room door. And uh, when I was knocking above, on the top part of the locker room, right. where, where the gym was, a guy walks out and is like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm here for the football stuff. He's like, okay, we're up here. Come on up. So we went in. We got in line. Or I got in line because they're doing like, um, what were those called? Like uh, baselines for um, stats. I don't remember, like exercises or something. They were like right. seeing what, how fast you were. Like basically to place you what position they're going to stick you in pretty much. And I went up there and it was um, Myers. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and I can't remember what is his first name. I guess it's irrelevant. But he, I uh, was like, "What's your name?" I said, "Chris Erickson." And that guy is a mechanic. He was like, "No, no, no, that's baby parking lot boy." I found him wandering the parking lot because he, oh. he didn't, you know, he didn't know. I just found him wandering. I brought him in because he wanted to play football, and I like thought nothing of that. But then, of course, that name stuck forever until he the was fir- parking lot. No, 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 I was baby parking lot boy. <laughs> Until the first game we played, and we won the only game, by the way, only game we right. won. Yeah, we sucked. And then he came up to me and was like, "You're no longer baby parking lot boy. You've been upgraded to just parking lot." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You grew that's, up. That's that that that's the story. That's what I call them. He and not just you. Every single person until graduation, and then I thought it would die, but then I'd still run into people over the years, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's parking lot!" <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's a cool name, though. Parking lot. I saw. Yeah. Remember Dylan Crocker? Yes, I saw I him. him too. I saw him. I was at a party like two weeks ago for Jessica Corville. I don't even remember her. Mm-hmm. She, friend of mine, friend of ours in middle school. She ended up going to Skyview, but she was she was. Kind of knew her. She threw a birthday party, and so I went and Dylan invited me. I hadn't seen either one of them since yeah. freshman year at Matt Swift's birthday party. Oh, shit. Matt Swift's, yeah. Was it Matt Swift's? I think it was Matt Swift's birthday they were, party. They were all pretty close. No, yeah. yeah, all three of them, and then Dylan had to leave because of Matt. Um, I don't know the full story there, but I know I they got either. into a fight. They got into a fight freshman year, like a pretty bad one, like, like, like really I bad. I remember they fought. Yeah, yeah. and then they, I think Dylan did something, and at the, the last like, they were doing stuff to each other. It just happened to be, like, Dylan was the last one. And then, like, there was, like, principals got involved. Like, hey, you're expelled. You have to leave. Damn. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know the full story, but. <laughs> I saw him at a bar at uh, The Spot or whatever. Oh. They're on fourth plane. Wow. Yeah. It was, a while, it was a while ago, but, yeah. Yeah, it was the first time I saw him since freshman year. That was two weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> two weeks ago, damn. Dude, it's been crazy. People have been calling me up out of the woodwork a little bit. Like, you, you yep. honestly. And then I had Dylan, Jessica, and a couple other people that I haven't talked to in, like, 10, 15, 12, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. Like, 10, a bunch of people are like, hey, what's going on, man? I'm like, jeez, dude. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. hey. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's the story, I guess, of how we got introduced. Right. Uh, and we were linemen. Well, yeah, we were both yeah, O-linemen. he's an O-lineman. I was the, oh, I mistakenly made the decision of randomly snapping a football Oh, yeah. For fun. And they're like, hey, you can snap a ball. Yeah. And so I got, to, I was the, I was, was the uh, center. I was the center because uh, I was the only one that could snap a ball <laughs> accurately, you yeah. know, for, for Anders to, yeah, manly, uh, yeah. Anders Manley to, you know, he was a quarterback. Um, but I wanted to be like a, like a, run, a fullback. But yeah, that didn't story. happen. Yeah. Well, I got an opportunity. Really? When? Well, 
It, not, so, Woody. Remember Woody? Uh-huh. Uh, that guy. But um, he told me, because I kept telling him, I was like nagging him about it, but I think it was junior year. And he's like, all right, fine. If you, you, you want to be you want to be a fullback, you got to show me you can do this. So he stopped practice, right? And he brought every f- freshman from the other side of the freaking, you know how we, where we practice? Yeah. He brought all them over. JV, everybody, got all of us in this giant, like, Royal Rumble circle. They, they, he's like, okay, parking lot wants to oh, <laughs> wants to be a fullback. So this is his chance to prove to me that he can do this. So you have you have 10 yards, four downs to, to make this, you know, touchdown or whatever, right? right? And I'm like, okay. So he gives me a freshman uh, for, <laughs> for, 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 my, for my, my center. And uh, he grabs like a some JV for the quarterback, and then like one freshman O line, and then one JV, uh, other I got uh, another guard. So this is a three, and then he sticks, <laughs> freaking not Tulu. It was uh, Isaiah Virtur, um, uh, Anthony Martinez. Remember? Oh, great. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then like just the vars big ass motherfucking dudes, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And basically, to stack the cards against me, like, there's no way. And uh, on the third down, I hadn't moved an inch. Yeah. And uh, fourth down, I I took out, was, I was still proud of, I don't know how I survived it, but I took out Martinez, laid him out. Like, he came at me hard, and that motherfucker, dude, he was scary. Yeah. We were... Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's he's not he, a no, tall like, guy. like he was scary. Like, oh, okay. like I thought he'd like pull a knife at, during games oh, like, or stabbing oh, people. Yeah. Scary <laughs> type of thing. But I leveled him and made it. Made the ten yards. Everyone's cheering, it was great. And then Woody just disappears and it was like everyone back to practice and that was the end of it. He didn't even honor the, the deal. What a um, dick. Yeah. I didn't like him very much. Yeah, he kinda got weird by junior year. He was really weird. Yeah, I heard some stuff, but we'll, we'll, we'll stay away from all that. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, you did that, right? High yeah. school, Captain Parking Lot. You were Parking Lot. That's Parking Lot. Right. Uh, and then uh, eBay. eBay. Right? Lots of eBay. L- let's let's get your business, My business? standpoint going. Like, oh, how Lord. did this start? Hit that. Wow. It, uh, so... My mom, and so my dad is a, he's retired now, but he was a plumber. He was a commercial plumber, journeyman, worked on like high rises and stadiums and hospitals and yeah. made great money. And then he worked for like five months. He's a union, right? And so then he uh, would get laid off and wait for the call for the next job. And that's just the cycle of his life. And they're like, you're going to do that. You're going to do that. Like, I don't want to do that. Um, but in the mean, <laughs> meantime, my mom would pick up the slack when he's laid off. So she was like going to garage sales and thrift stores, buying stuff, selling it on, on eBay, uh, to fill in the gaps when he didn't get his unemployment checks. Cause if it ran out, cause there was times where he didn't work for like two years, Damn. especially wow. after nine 11. But yeah, there's sometimes the jobs is dried up. And so I, uh, was helping my mom through that stuff, just going and thrifting and, Crowd sailing and just doing that side hustle, they call it. And then when I moved out of the parents' house, got a job, I was working, I was a chemist. Whoa. Actually, I was a, working on a fuel, doing R&D on biodiesel and all the other alternative fuels. I, right. Yeah, it was a really cool job. But while I was doing that, um, I was still kind of, I was kind of getting into the, like, the resale thing. This is a hobby for extra cash. Yeah. And then I, uh, that job, they got investigated for fraud. 
and I got fired. Uh, oh, it was on the news. Um, I still have the news reporting on it. It's pretty good. The Como News Investigators. I make a quick appearance a couple times here and there. But anyway, side tangent. But <laughs> I digress. So um, I was just kind of bouncing from job to job, but I was still buying and selling, right? And then I found this store that uh, was offering franchise opportunities. It was called Bricks and Minifigs. And I'm like, that's pretty cool because I was really kind of getting into selling Lego. Like I had, I would find it and I'd sell it for like really, really quickly for a lot of money. I'm like, I think I'll focus on this stuff instead of this other just junky whateverness. And so I went in there to try and learn about the franchise, but man, it was like, the dude was kind of like a little wacky a little bit. So I'm like, no, I don't think I'll do that. So I would go there and still shop for parts to fill in pieces for Lego sets that I found that were incomplete and then to flip them. The first ever Lego set I ever bought was from this like 15 year old kid that was getting out of video or getting out of Lego to get into video gaming and I, I think I bought it for like ten dollars sold it for like 60 70 bucks and he had all these other ones so I went and bought the rest of his collection and spent the last ninety dollars I had of in my like I had no, I was no job no money that's all I had I was like I'm going all in and so I spent all of it and ended up making like four, five thousand dollars off of everything. Wow. Yeah, so that really sparked like Lego, right? So going back to the the bricks and minifigs, I was going in there for parts, and uh, there was this girl that was working there. She was really cool. We kind of became friends. And this other guy that worked there, I was like really, you know, getting to know them pretty good. Then the girl, she uh, told me, said, "Hey, I'm actually going to be moving. No one knows this yet, but I'm going to be quitting probably next week. Um, I can put a word in for you if you're interested." And I'm like, yes, because I wanted to learn how the business works from within. <laughs> and so once I did, um, the, the owner of the franchise was uh, latching on to me really quickly because uh, I did end up getting hired there. Uh, he latched on to me really quickly and was like grooming me to try and take over the business. But he, the numbers were just never going to add up because I also wanted to sell other things than Legos, other toys and stuff. And that had to do strictly Lego. Uh, he owned at this time like five others. No. Back up. He owned that one, but he owned the entire franchise. And there was like five or six stores at the time that he was profiting off of. But I got fired from there about a year later. And I got hired to another uh, 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 market. and uh, uh, Or another, another market by another store. And then I got fired from there too. And at that point, I had enough inventory, enough product of my own. I said, screw it. And I tend to go all in when I do stuff. And I just open my own store. Uh, and, um, but it wasn't related to, no, his franchise it, it was not related okay. to his at all. I, uh, took what I learned there, all the business side, cause he was always telling me about stuff, business stuff. And I was just taking notes, you know, mental notes and whatnot to so, cause I know I'm like one day, one day I'll do it. One day I'll do it. But getting fired from there cause I got food poisoning and missed a couple days of work and he fired me for it. And then it was on the news and everything. Hmm. And then the other place, the other bricks and figs, um, there was a Lego set that went missing and they assumed I stole it which I did not, I have receipts because I happened to own one. When I got hired on both places, I was I fully disclosed that I bought and sold, gave them like my email, not email, excuse me, my email list uh, page. And if there's ever any doubt of questions, just let me know, I can clear it up. So a set went missing and they're like, you have one for sale, you stole it. <laughs> like, well, if you look at the date it was listed and the date you're telling me that it was stolen, it, those numbers don't add up. Plus here's my receipts saying that I own it and where I got it from. And like, no, you're fired. I'm like, okay. Peace out. I'm opening my own store. Right. And so um, I did. Just literally almost uh, overnight. Just went like I had enough product stuff. I just 
got on Craigslist, I think at the time, maybe it was Craigslist, and found a cheap place in Hazeldale. I was like, here it is. I'm, I don't know if you ever went to it. You went to my second one. I did. One. No, that was oh, my second, the second one. Okay. My second location. It was in the same complex though, um, but it was just, it was a much it was like not much bigger than your garage. I mean, it was a little bit longer, maybe, right. but not much more. And um, just overnight, boom, had the business, and it was almost a success overnight as well. Like I just was, as I was getting it built, people were finding me, just walking by, and they're like, "What is this? I got a bunch of stuff." And there was they kept bringing me stuff as I'm setting up. It was crazy, and so overnight, it was a great success. And then, yeah, I ran that for about five years and sold it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you and another dude, right? So I had a, I did a, brought on a, well, if you want to call him a partner, he was never a real partner. Okay. Uh, no financial partner, no, he had no, what's that word? Background or experience. No, he had, so he had experience. Oh, okay. That's why I wanted He had him. no skin in the game. He had no skin in the game. He could literally just dip, dip out, like, in, in any moments, moments notice. He would be gone and with no ties, no, no responsibility. Right. He had the opportunity. I gave him the opportunity to buy into, not buy into, but just sign, literally sign for it. No money in, but he is now tied to the store, and he's like, "No, we'll just let's just see how it goes." I'm like that doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> so it, I, I told him up front, like, "Okay, I'm gonna be doing this. Like, it's my business. I'll let you work in the store." And he was living with me for free, by the way, yeah. at this time. And he, he, you can all. I told him all he need is a body in the store, and you can even just sell your stuff as well. You know, in the store, I'll get 15% of that. No, no, 18% of that, That which was just covering taxes and fees. Right. And and then you can sell whatever you want on eBay. It's all yours. Just be a body in the store. And that was still too much for him. So wow. That's a whole long story. But that only lasted about six months, I think, okay. before he was like, he was gone. <laughs> he kind of went nuts and disappeared. But that sucks. Yeah, so I was doing that basically by myself. After that, um, uh, until yeah, I sold it in twenty eighteen. Nice, yeah, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was two those two locations. Uh, well, so uh, it was just one location. I had expanded it into a larger oh, okay. uh, spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I sold it was because I was having a lot more fun interacting with people and doing my wacky commercials and stuff, all like the media yeah. side of it, and. I get people coming up off the streets, just like, "Yo, Chris, I saw your, saw your video. Have you ever been to sale this weekend? I'm gonna be there. Yeah. I don't know, I've been into this stuff, but like, your your, your commercial was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just come and say hi, say hi. Um, but literally, people in like Fred Meyer or stores like yelling my name, like, mm. what, where, <laughs> what is going on? They're like, I saw your, I saw your video, and so um, I started doing a lot, a lot more of the media side of it, and. Which is always by more passion anyway. Like I did it in high school and stuff with Mr. Howard yeah. and whatnot and stuff. That was always what I wanted to do. I had a scholarship to go to Mount Hood uh, for film. Oh yeah. Uh, Howard's one that put put it through. I told him no because my parents wouldn't let me and they wouldn't. But I did get accepted for a academic. But that was parents needed. But still needed to have forked out like um, room and board and stuff. But they're like, no, what are you gonna do with a film degree? This is yeah. two thousand eight. The peak, the birth, right. <laughs> the birth of like YouTube and all this stuff, and um, I knew where that was going, and I people t- thought I was crazy. I told them like I'm gonna be a YouTuber, I'm gonna make videos for the internet, and this is this is this is where it's going. Everyone was like, "You're insane, you're stupid." Mr. Mr. Howard even was like, "Well, that seems kind of ridiculous," because <laughs> <laughs> YouTube had only been around for a couple of years at that point, and there was a few people I was following that were making like legitimate like 
movies and short films and stuff that were like better than like sci-fi channel was putting out mm-hmm. you know and i'm like they're on to something here and i wanted to be that but you know it didn't make it there but um so yeah so i implemented a lot of that into my toy store with commercials and product whatever i would do reviews on stuff that would come in i started a uh, documentary series where I go to people's houses and I'll look at their stuff. Um, it was like sponsored by my store. That was pretty successful. So successful that the idea is being stolen by Wired Magazine for a TV show. Oh, geez. And they contacted me to uh, oh, really? potentially be a part of it. Oh, okay. uh, still in the works. They won't tell me what network that's been hired to produce this pilot. Um, but they're taking two aspects of the things I have done separately and putting them together as one. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, they knew, they did so much research on me. I don't know how they knew all this stuff. That's they knew about my store. Yeah. They knew about my current YouTube stuff endeavors, my current business, the, um, my documentary that I did, and then also a, the, 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 the other web series that I did on toys and stuff too. So I was like, how do you know all this stuff? Because well, as soon as you sold it's your crazy. store, you fucking disappeared. Right? Weren't you traveling all over the fucking place? Yeah, I was. I was definitely on the road a lot right after I sold the store. Well, <laughs> I was looking for any opportunity just to get out. Yeah. Um, I went through a divorce in 2017. Yeah. From that crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. Freaking lady, Never you know liked her. her. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> um, but uh, so after that, like my my world just opened up, and my and I was like, I could do this, this, and this, and then I sold the store, and then I got some opportunities with this other guy. Um, that's no longer around, unfortunately. He's fucking psycho. Uh, he's being he's in, there's a lawsuit going on, not with me, but like I mean I've been dragged into it a little bit. Ouch. Um, but that's maybe a story for another time. But um, <laughs> uh, but at that particular time, it was me, him, and his girlfriend, or then girlfriend's like I think I remember partner. that. And it was the three of us doing all sort. We're traveling, doing lots of really cool stuff, and trying different like business type avenues. Um, I don't necessarily think it went anywhere. I mean, I'm still with her. <laughs> You're with her? Well, not with her in that sense, oh, okay. but I'm working oh, with her. <laughs> you just jack moved in. Huh? No, I was like, no. yeah. No, no, no. No, he, um, but no, but we're, I'm still working with her and doing a bunch of stuff. And then I was, I came up with a business idea roughly, you know, about 20, end of 2018, beginning of 2019. I was like building it out over the year. I had this cool beta program set up. I was, had, ridiculous amount of clients I couldn't couldn't honestly fathom that's not a break it's, it was actually stressful I had yeah. so many people that were wanting in on what I was doing and um, and then I was like okay got it I'm launching uh, total I'm launching in 2020 and then January came I'm like uh, I'm, I'm filming a document what I was tr- gonna hit the road for a documentary and then launch the business 20 March of 2020 well, a little thing happened in 2020 March uh, everything went under lockdown, all that right. stuff. Lost every client. Most of the clients are not even in business anymore. Sadly, they lost their business. Um, but the whole the concept of the business was to be um, like a pocket. You know, you've heard like pocket attorneys, pocket lawyers, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like that, but for a content creator for the business. So yeah. for you tell me what your needs are, and we lay it all out. That's what you get. And then that's just this price on retainer every single month. No increases, whatever. And it like I'll. Handle. And then you're constantly like updating their shit and exactly. doing all that other stuff. Okay. So I shoot, edit, smart. We brainstorm together. You can call me up and be like, I have a nugget of this. What can we do? Like blah blah blah, blah whatever it might be. We work it out together, and then we execute it. And then 
I handle the, the back end of whatever it is. Let's say they're YouTube focused. I'll upload the video for them, create a thumbnail, do all the, the keyword research, find the right stuff for all that sort of thing, all of it. They never have to touch it. They just focus on their own business and be on their merry way. Um, and it was going really well, of course, and then yeah, COVID hit. So I had to really get scrappy over the last you know couple of years um, figuring out it, 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 do I have to just go start flipping burgers somewhere? Right. Because the, sh- the messed up thing is, um, my friends that were at work at like a bar or Starbucks or whatever, right? They were rolling in cash during COVID because they were got unemployment plus a six hundred dollar boost mm-hmm. plus they were getting stimulus check. They're, they had a friend that was making like seven thousand dollars a month for like. Six months during COVID. Jeez. And he and he makes minimum wage, right? Now, looking at what happened with, to me during COVID was I sold my store in 2018, right? 2019, I mean, I didn't really work too much. It was just trying to build my own stuff, right? right. Living off of what I sold my, my business for um, and figure out what my next, where that majority of the money would be going to next. Well, when 2020 hit, they were pull, they were pulling your records for unemployment for 2019. Well, I didn't have anything, didn't work, right. and I haven't worked for somebody in like 10 years. Right. <laughs> I've been my, I've worked for myself since I was like 23, I think. So um, there was nothing there, so no unemployment. Then they had the SBA loan opportunities. Yeah. Right. So I applied for that, but were like, well, you don't have a business because I sold the business in 2018, so I didn't have a business license yet because I was getting that started. I was getting it, uh, I was filling out the LLC forms and stuff, getting all that stuff set up in March. And if I had just did it though, <laughs> if I had did it, uh, then yeah, I could have gotten some money. But they're like, nope, sorry, you have no business, so we get nothing. So all I got was a stimulus check and uh, two months left money of my money that I had left in my store. And I'm like, great, what do I do? Um, meanwhile, I wasn't working for. Um, uh, her name's Luria, the and then David, those two people. They had, huh, long story, but they um, she was filing bankruptcy because uh, no one was live streaming was dead. That's an, that's her company is how it's called live stream pros. They teach people how to live stream. It wasn't a hot topic anymore, and it was a dying trend. Right. And so uh, she was getting ready to file for bankruptcy. She started that in February. I think it was going to be official in like april 2020 well uh in march right of 2020 we went to lockdown every freaking person on the planet went to google and been like how do i live stream because we had how do i how do i live stream on zoom how do i do this on zoom and it just exploded her business to where now she has like 10 employees and like it's kind of crazy like it's a it just boosts her business more than she could handle so quickly um, so she brought me on there for not a lot of money, barely any money at the time. Um, just to, <laughs> hey, you need some help, hey, you know, sort of thing. And so I've been working with her ever since then, uh, back on, and so that got me through COVID. Uh, and then I was, in January, I'm like, I finally need to do something now. I think I need, world's opening up again. I need to go, go back to what I was kind of doing. And then me being me, instead of just doing baby steps, I'm like, going all in, get a studio. Right. <laughs> betting on myself again uh, you know it worked out last time might not work out this time okay. but so um and, and funny thing is march of this year it's always march because in march of 2013 2014 somewhere in there i opened my toy store 
And then March of this year, I signed a lease for my, my studio space. Uh, and getting, so I've been getting that set up over the last few months. Um, and yeah, just been pick, picking up some clients here and there. Studio the space. What are you recording in there? Just whatever? Yeah. So um, the, the idea of the space is, is right now is mostly my own workshop. Think of it that way. Like, think of a wood shop. Like, I got let's go to the shop. I'll work. Right. So I can work on my own things. Um, the end goal is two things. Uh, a space for people to use. Uh, and also workshop classes for anyone, but one, like mo- a lot of the younger generations of people. Because I never really had that. I mean, I had Mr. Howard. That was it. Right. right? It was there was nothing. So I want to be able to offer it up to anyone off the street, pretty much, to be able to use the studio space and learn how to do it. Like teach people how to use a camera, how to use, you know, how to do a podcast, you know, stuff right. like that. Because I have vast knowledge <laughs> in all this. I've worked with. A lot of live YouTubers over the years, like um, a lot of big, big timers, multi-million subscriber YouTube channels, um, been part of large events you know, like um, that teach other creators and things. And and so like I want to do that, but not to that level. I want to focus. I don't really care about because they're not about the money. I also don't want to give a shit about money. I know it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I own a business and everything. I'm more about oh. wanting to help people. Right. That's why the business that this one, Create Impact, the business is called, is built the way it is it's not built to like for me to be a cajillionaire it's right. built to help and s- small businesses succeed otherwise cause you hire let's say you're a small business let's say and you want to hire a creator i need a video to advertise so i do real estate it'll cost you a thousand dollars minimum to have someone come shoot a video for you right and that's one time and they hand it to you and then what that's it right they leave Right. Do they edit it and all that other shit too? Oh, yeah, they okay. edit it. Well, it depends. Sometimes they don't. Whoa. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes thousand it's... bucks? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, a thousand bucks, you're probably getting it edited. Okay. But there are still people I know that will show up, talk hype, yeah, I got this big camera, this is what you're paying for, and it's still a thousand dollars, here's the raw footage, bye. Um, um, but realistically, you're probably at least getting an edited video, and then, then they're gone. And then you're like, cool, I need another one next week, I'm going to need a couple more. Well, you're looking at thousands of dollars for no necessarily return on you know your investment type of thing. So my business is like, hey, what if you paid a thousand dollars, right? Maybe even less, you know, one time, right, for three months, and you get six, seven, whatever things, maybe videos, photos, brainstorming, and plus education and access to a studio for that for the same price. So that that's what I'm what I do in Billy now. Um, and it's going to, I know it's where I piss off with a lot of people that are in my field, and I kind of like that because yeah. we live in a, a technologically advanced age, right? Right. You can't use that line anymore. Oh, this, this equipment is so expensive. That's what you're paying for. Sure, equipment is expensive. Don't get me wrong. Cameras cost thousands of dollars. Right. But you buy a camera off a shelf for $500 right now, and it's, this camera is a kick-ass camera. You, you traveled back in time five years ago. Like, this thing was... would have been, like, a five $6,000 camera. Like, it's a good, like, 4K... It's crazy. You can buy that cheap of a camera and get crazy great results. So, there's reasons to buy high-end cameras and really, really expensive ones, for right. sure. But a lot of times nowadays, especially if you're just, like, a wedding photographer or even a wedding videographer on the... Low to medium man, not the crazy hand. There's some wild ones out there. But you can't really... It's kind of a preference. and You're, you're choosing to say that now. You're choosing what, what like equipment to buy. 
can't, it doesn't really work anymore. So I'm being like, no, stop that garbage. It doesn't cost that much anymore. You know, to an extent, of course. Right. <laughs> There's still the knowledge and, and, and experience that you're paying for, for, you know, from a, from a creative photographer or photographer. Not to mention, like, like, you're going to have to, you know what equipment you even need. Right, that too. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean you're going to record a video. I was like, I would think you probably need a video camera. Right. Like, that's where I'm at. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, like I'm doing a podcast. I have a fucking microphone and a laptop. Mm -hmm. Like, I know there's, like, this big box. I could plug in a microphone for each person, and we can each have headphones. And, like, I don't know how to fucking do that. So I'm running it off one microphone, and we're all just yelling at it. Yeah. You know? Like, it's that's this perfect example of, like, if you want to do something, just do it. Yeah. There's so many people I know in this industry that I'm in, or I mean, even people like yourselves right. you're actually doing it which is really fucking cool but they won't like do it until it's perfect like oh i'm not gonna oh, do it like or i'm like that, that logic i was that way in the beginning i'm gonna learn 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 and then i'll do it once i know it all well that's impossible you can't and plus you'll the first you, you'll it'll always suck the first time you start yeah it'll always be horrible no matter how much you know it will be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next time you do it, it'll still suck, but just slightly less. Yeah. You know? That's the way everything goes. Yeah. Even if you know what to do. You know, so it's just, just you know, you just got to do it. Um, but, so that, that's, that's just been, that's always a pet peeve of mine. I talk to people. I know so many people, they're always in the testing phase right. or the prepping stage. And then for years, they're this way. Every, oh, I got the new computer. Oh, I just got the brand new Sony A7S, blah, blah, blah. All these new cameras or whatever. I'm like, what have you made? Like, right. why do you need to keep buying the newest and greatest stuff if you've never made anything? Uh, I know this is kind of a side change from what I was just talking about. but No, it's good. It, it really is. Yeah. I mean, people need to stop talking so much and just fucking do it. Like, oh, yeah. You look at my stuff. Ooh, ooh it's terrible. <laughs> but that, this is also where I think, just for personal brag to my own self, not to anybody else, but like the first thing I ever did do, it was terrible, right? It, was, it wasn't great. But... The idea and concept of it was good enough that they're turning it into a freaking TV show. Yeah. The first thing I ever did was this web series called Toy Kings. Just uh -huh. going to people's houses, looking at their stuff, goofing off, having a good time, right? Somebody saw it all these years later, looked past all that garbage, and like, the, the idea is brilliant, right, yeah. to, to them. And forget about the technical side of it. You know? So you can have a good idea, just, just start. So now you're going to be fucking famous. Well, and I'm going to have a podcast <laughs> with you on it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So the last, they still respond to me, which is pretty cool and pretty rapidly. Um, but I got I got approached in October of last year. Um, like I think it was around there, in November, and they were like, "Hey, I want to talk to you about that." You cause I saw you owned the business, and we were starting a TV show. We would love to ch chat with you, maybe have you be a part of it. That went to a phone call to a second phone call, to a Zoom call that felt like an audition. They're like, oh. say this, say it that way. How would you say this? What's da 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 Straight up a freaking audition. Um, and then that was that was the end of it. And then I followed up. They followed up immediately. And they're like, I know how productions go. Like, they're just, it's slow. It hasn't been made to series yet. They're just required to shoot a pilot. Um, Wired Magazine has hired this other company, but Wired's been hired by some major network. That's the industry. All these right. chains. Wired doesn't have to touch it. It's just their name. You know, right. they're just like, okay, we got millions of dollars. We're going to give it to you. Make it. You know, type of thing. That's crazy. Even though the network is also the same thing. <laughs> it's like me coming to you. I need you to make this. Okay, you go to him. 
<laughs> and then yeah. he goes to his people, and then they give it to you, and then you give it back to me, type of thing. Uh, that's the industry. Um, but yeah, so I've talked to them a couple of times. They're in the process of filming some stuff, and they will let me know. But they also gave me the opportunity to potentially be the, if not on it, be a producer of it. So it would be pretty cool if that works out. That would be really cool. So at least your name will be on some shit. Potentially. Cool. They could just be like, screw that guy. Right, they could. <laughs> or if it doesn't go to series, though. See, I'm not part of the pilot. Right. So if the, once the pilot's done and they and its network likes it and they want to pick it up, then that's when I'll get to potentially be a part of it. But if it doesn't get picked up, it's just dead. So. Well, I'm sure that's constantly happening, right? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the cool, world. Though. Yeah, it is. And it's just cool just even if it doesn't make it. I'm like, hey, I was on to something. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Well, and that also doesn't mean you weren't onto something. That's mm-hmm. still a fucking cool series. I saw one of your things where you're where you're over there interviewing somebody about their toy collection, and it it was cool. You know, it was like a little. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch the whole fucking thing. That's fine. But I thought it was cool. You were out there fucking doing it. Yeah, that's all you, you gotta know? do. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. Me and my friend, we got together. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. You watch it. I mean, I like it just for nostalgic. I'm like, oh, I remember right. those days. Look at that. It's, look at little me. I'm terrible on camera. I never was meant to be on camera. I was always a behind the guy, but a behind the scenes guy. But I didn't know anyone to be in front of the camera, so there I am. And um, but yeah, looking back on, it, I'm like, man, I've come a long way. Yeah. But you don't ever feel it that way. So like, so I always tell people too. Though, like I just said, if you want to do something, just do it. It'll suck. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> just the way it is well i so i do a lot of sales calls and nobody understands why i say this all the time but your first call sucks oh, yeah every fucking day mm-hmm. every day that you make your phone calls your first call is gonna suck and then you start getting your tongue working you, get and you your, start your rhythm yeah you start well, really getting better every time and i mean every i'm definitely better at my first call than i was 10 years ago or like three four years ago you know what i mean it's not as shitty as it as it was, but it's still going to suck. It's still going to be your first call. Sure. You still got to make it though, man. And yeah. It's pretty nuts to, to see all the shit you've been through. I've done a lot. Yeah. In a short amount of time, I'll say. Because like, literally yesterday, I was thinking of like, just my past th- like employment stuff, jobs I've done. Like, yeah. I've been so many different things. I've been called a chameleon. I always thought that's, well, that's weird. But no, I actually, it kind of makes sense. I was a door-to-door salesman selling penguin windows. Nice. For one day. For one day? Yeah, I quit. Because <laughs> oh, I was told otherwise what my job was supposed to be. But anyway. Um, but I did that. And then I was an aircraft fueler at PDX. Whoa. Fueled airplanes. I was a chemist. So those kind of go you know, go together. Uh, instead of fueling, I was testing it. Uh, I've been a you know, retailer. I was a repo man for a week. Uh, another thing I was lied to about. Okay. <laughs> about getting, getting hired on. I've been uh, a deliverer for UPS. There you go. Yeah. And then, well, so Framer, I built houses. I went to school for that. I went to the Skill Center. Right. Yeah. yeah I went construction. there a little bit too, yeah. Did the construction for a program. summer program. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I got stuck in the auto program when I went to Skill Center. Wow. I got kicked out of that too pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right in your mouth. Uh, a lot of that. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I, oh, what did I do? I knocked over, not the security guard. I knocked him over, and he slipped on my skateboard and ate shit. Oh. Because he was taking my skateboard from me. Remember, you weren't allowed to, like, either walk onto campus. I don't know if you guys were or not, but Evergreen School District, which is where I was going at the time. Yeah, I'm You right. weren't allowed to walk onto campus or drive or anything. Like, you can't walk onto campus. You had to take a bus. Because a girl had died oh, we with had her friends in the car. Yeah, so Evergreen School District did. And so wow. they would not allow us. So I had to work. I, I just had a fucking kid. That makes sense because uh, skill center they wouldn't let us walk on. 
Yeah. And that's in the Evergreen School District area. Yeah, so they, they don't allow walk-ins. You have to take the bus there. Or drive. But I had to... I was working at Subway. It was my, one of my first fucking jobs. I had a kid. You know what I... Or my girlfriend was pregnant, right? So, like, I need to work. I can't make it to work on time taking the bus home. So I drove... And then I would like walk on the campus, so I so I'd bring like a skateboard or whatever the fuck to get on the campus quicker. And he tried to like take me to the principal, and I was like, "Fuck you, dude! I'm out of here! Like you can just suck it." And then uh, he grabbed my skateboard and pulled it away from me, and so I shoved him. But my, my when he pulled it, it was behind him, and so he stepped on it and fucking ate it. And then they expelled me immediately for attacking the, oh, yeah. the security guard. I'm like, he took my skateboard, and then when I pushed him off me, he ate shit on it. And I'm in trouble, but I didn't care at that time, so. <laughs> I was done. I hated auto class. I fucking still don't like working on cars. <laughs> I only did it because I had to go to the skill center. I got expelled from Mountain View, too. I was still in Evergreen School District, and, uh, and so I had to go to skill center to be in school. Because I was still 17, 16, 17. And, uh, yeah. Wow. And then I got expelled from there, and then I just stopped. I only got my GED. I, um, I didn't want to just go say my parents made me go. Yeah? So, like, you're going to be a plumber like your dad. You're going to be a trade, do trade work. Yeah. I'm I'd like, have been cool building well, houses. He, houses. Been well, no, he was a plumber, like, working on high-rises and doing all that stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to go do film. I want to make movies. I right. want to do that sort of stuff. And then, oh, you can't do that. We can do. It. Here's the crazy stuff about uh, the Indian. How I didn't become a plumber. Yeah. Um, remember D Young? D Young. He was the counselor for yeah for 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 us for our class. Right. Um, senior year rolls around. Right, and then I don't know, like April, March, maybe they he posted the on track people that were about to graduate. Yeah. And. Every year, it's like, here, here's like, you know, the clip of paper you look up and you cycle through the names. One piece of paper, half, half full of students. Wow. Out of hundreds of students, mm. there was only like 20 people. Who were going to graduate? Yeah, on track. On track, on track right. right. Okay, we're like, everyone's freaking out. I'm like, what is going on? So, um, uh, I just happened to see him when he was hanging it and I asked him, I'm like, well, I'm not on here. Like, what's going on? He's like, he loved me, right? He loved right. me. He kept pulling. He pulled me out of class all randomly just to chat. He's yeah. like, "What's going on, Chris? How's football going? How's yeah. this?" You know, asking all this stuff all the time. And so he's looking up. He's like, "Oh, so you don't have a math credit? Uh, required math credit? Not math credit. Um, history credit. The history credit." I'm like, "From when?" He's like, "Sophomore year." I'm like, looking back, I didn't say anything at the time to his face. Um, but what happened was. He pulled me out of class sophomore year and was talking about my, my wants and hopes and dreams of life. And I told him, like, yeah, I really want to get in Mr. Howard's class and do video production. That's, like, my passion. He's like, I'll get you into that class. Oh, shit. So if you go talk to Mr. Howard right now and if he says you can enter his class next semester, I'll put you in there. I'm like, okay. So I went down, talked to Mr. Howard. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm like, so I went back. He's like, sure. Pulls me out of history class. Oh, man. And puts me in video productions. And I'm like, this is great. So, flash forward senior year, I don't have the rest of the, the half the credit for the second semester for, for history. Uh, so, I went and told my mom, and my mom went in, fucking living. We called my mom Gestapo mom growing up, because she, she would fuck, <laughs> fuck shit up and get to the bottom of stuff. And then the next day after that, um, there was hundreds of parents at the school lined up. Whoa. 
because of my mom. <laughs> and uh, waiting to figure out why they're, why they're, why they're kid not yeah, why doing it. He did it to a lot of people, just mess with their schedules. Mm. And uh, from like freshman year, sophomore year, and so now they don't have the requirement credits. And I had, I can't remember how many you needed to graduate, like 23 or something, 22. I had like 28 credits. Maybe more, because I did a lot of, like, horticulture classes, and they gave you extra credits, and I did some other things for extra credits, but it didn't matter, because you had to have the mandatory ones. And so I thought this was amazing, actually. This is actually a really good thing, because I had to do skill center for half the day, and then the second half of the day was at the school. And I had my English class, and then the other two classes were just video productions my senior year. And I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to have to get pulled out of skill center, because I have to take, you know, the mandatory... His, uh, um, English class and they couldn't fit me in, in in the afternoon for history credit so it had to be in the morning I'm like great they pull me out of skill center and I'm going to do the history class and I'm just going to do video productions all day until one English <laughs> class this is going to be amazing this is going to be so cool and then they're like no they have, skill center has a special thing that you can you can do uh, makeup classes there and I'm like no please no but I did I had to my parents would not let me drop skill center and I had to do once a week for uh, five days and three hours. Once a week. History class. They just hand me a book. And like, here you go. Read this textbook. Here's, here's, here's your paperwork. Big old book. Like, go through step one through. And it was just a generic class. So I was doing history. Someone was doing math. Someone else was doing science. And I had barely passed. I got like a, a D. I think. <laughs> just, to, just to pass. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I got it. Graduated. Right? Here's the funny thing. I technically didn't graduate. I did. I got my diploma, everything, I walked, all that good stuff. Yeah. My mom drove me down to the union for be you know, the the local 290 to oh, be a plumber God. like my dad. I'm like, I hate this. I had no, my parents were making me, right? So I go in there, fill all the stuff, da da da, hand it all in. I get rejected because I don't have an algebra one requirement high school credit. Because D. Young pulled me out of, of a math class as well. And this one snuck by the radar. And I technically didn't graduate in a in sense. Wow. Even though I did. That's crazy. <laughs> and so I got rejected from the, the union. I'm like, yes. And then they're like, no, you have to go, you're going to go make this up at, at Clark. I'm like, are you going to pay for it? And they're like, no. I'm like, then I'm not going to do it. Because they also um, wouldn't. This is my parents. I love my parents. They're great. They meant well. But. The skill center, the the construction one, or any of the any of the classes, you got college credit by yeah. by going there. But this construction program had the most. You got if you did both years, you got seventy some seventy two seventy three credits, which is like you only need a, a quarter maybe to get your bachelor's degree at that point. I mean, at Clark, and but all you had to do was pay twenty dollars each year for filing to get these credits. Parents wouldn't even give me that. They're like we all need that. We didn't do that. You don't be a plumber. Like yeah, but forty dollars is like equivalent to like the amount of credits you're getting. It was like sixty thousand dollars or some crazy thing like that at the time. It could be more now, right. but yeah, they wouldn't they wouldn't do it. And and then um, if you did uh, file it the first year, you couldn't do it the second year. You couldn't do the second year. Yeah. But then enough people, I guess, spoke up out about it, and they're like, okay, we'll honor it one more time. So previous year, if you did it, and you just bring in your certificate of. Whatever, like your diploma for the first year of Skill Center, you bring that in, you bring this in, pay your filing fees, and you can get them. And so I went to my parents, I was like, Look, here you go, my second chance. No, we're gonna do it. What are you gonna do with this? 
I'm like, that's, even if I don't, what, like, I could, like, all right. And they, and Clark had just gotten rid of their video class, too. So, like, all right, fine, I guess I'm not, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're an interesting dude. Yeah. <laughs> I live on the wild side, apparently. <laughs> the wild side? Yeah. Not really, no. But... We um, got to come back to that Comic Con thing. I was just about to bring it up too. Good, good. You saw Zoo- it's not as epic as like I want to bring it on, but I did run into it. I was like, I was okay. I was at Portland Comic Con, Wizard okay. Wizard World. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, twenty fifteen maybe, twenty fourteen, fifteen. Might have been twenty fourteen. Yeah, somewhere in there. I guess it doesn't really matter the year. But I was uh, walking around. And my parents actually went to Comic Con too that year, so I met up with them and, some, and my, I went with some of my friends. And I was with my standing with my mom, uh, talking to her, and I was looking over at this guy. And I'm like, man, that guy looks so familiar. And she's like, yeah, he kind of does. And then he, he it was a side profile shot. And he turns. I'm like, oh my god, that's Zucanic. So I went up right up to him. I was like, hey, you probably don't remember me, but you kind of ruined my life. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? And uh, I told him, I'm like, you gave me this nickname in, in a parking lot, and he didn't remember at all. And I'm like, that name stuck until, like, I graduated and beyond. He was just like, oh, whatever, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Well, whatever. That sounds about right. Whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, I was just trying to, like, hey, this is cool to see you, but he did not give two shits about me standing there trying to talk and any sort of conversation yeah. with them. And yeah. like, yeah, whatever. And then he just kind of walked away. <laughs> Dude, I, I waved at him. Uh... What was it like? He he pulled up next to me. I looked over, and he's got this big old WSU fucking um, license plate, right? I don't know if one of his kids got in that. He went there, I remember. Okay. At one well, point. Well, something about that, but there's WSU mm. all over his fucking car. He went to um, the one here. What is that one called? Um, maybe it is WSU. Never yeah, know. WSU is it, it, the one Vancouver one. Okay, yeah, is that one then? Right? Yeah, so, uh, so it's all over the car, and I pulled up. And I, I've seen him a couple times just driving around. So I pull up next to him, I'm like, hey. And I'm like, roll down your window. He rolls down the window. I'm like, hey, it's Coach Zook. How are you? And he just looked at me and rolled his fucking window back up. Oh, my no God. <laughs> and then we just, like, I'm like. You just turn back and I'm like, all right. Okay. Because well. he was cool. Like, I remember. At, we, we he was really Remember he bought us fucking, like, double cheeseburgers or something? Oh, yeah, like pizza, I think, too. Yeah. He was, a cool, he was cool as a coach. Math yeah. words, he didn't give no, nothing, man. Yeah, that sucks. He, he like, almost made it to the NFL and got hurt or some shit, but his brother played for the Buccaneers or some shit. He was a big fuck. He's like, were what, you like there? 6'5 or some shit? Mm-hmm. He was a tall guy, yeah. yeah. Were you there when Hassert came on? Mark Hassert? I don't think so. Oh, he came on sophomore year, I thought. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe, if he, if he was, really cool. was. He there. played for the Raiders. Yeah. And then he blew out his knee. First play for starter. He was a starter for Raiders. And first play of his career, he blew his knee oh, out. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, that was the end of it. That's fucking lame. All right, well, uh, yeah. That's you. Interesting, man. That's good. Yeah, you are an interesting yeah. dude. Huh, I got lots, Story of, lots of stories, man. Yeah, I got lots of stories. You're all interesting. I've got, yeah. st- oh, I, I've been wanting to do a podcast about the encounters I have with customers at my store. Oh, yeah? So I, have some, I have, have some good ones. I've had sting operations done on me. Really? <laughs> yeah. You thought you were doing something on or? Yeah, dude, it's that one's I, that one's a long story. Uh, like the short version of it is, yeah, I bought some, something. yeah, I bought some stuff uh, from a guy. I do, I did my checks and balances on the guy. There's questions you know you ask when you buy some stuff from people. Right. It checked out. Can we ask what stuff? 
Star Wars stuff. Okay, okay. Toys. You can't just keep saying drugs, stuff and make drugs. it sound not <laughs> not illegal. I bought some stuff at my toy store, which were Star Wars toys. Right. <laughs> um, and then about a couple weeks later, some guy was like, hey, those were stolen. Um, those were mine. I want those back. Um, there was some sketchiness from that guy alone. Right. And then he, he called the police, went to the news stations. It was all over the news. And I was getting death threats. I was getting all sorts of stuff because people were like, oh, this guy, he's, he bought stolen property, um, which wasn't the case. Okay, it's such a long story. Um, <laughs> You're good. Go yeah, I'm trying, like, trying to skip over important things. But I ended with a sting operation at my house, which, which was where I had the stuff, the toys. Right. <laughs> um, and... I I was fine. I was never charged. The, the cops were like, "You're just a victim. What are you talking about?" I'm like right. after I was being treated like I was some sort of criminal, like I did buy drugs or something. Right. It was brutal. It wasn't for even a month. your fault. You're buying this fucking stuff. How did you know it's stolen? And here's the crazy thing: is you know, I didn't have to give it back. I didn't have to do anything. I could have told them to take a flying leap because um, it's toys. It's not serial right. number. There's no way to track it. They made a billion of these things. Just say peace out. But I was trying to you know save my reputation and all that stuff. Uh, turns out, though, more likely, actually, it, true, it, this is definitely what it was. His friend stole it from him. His friend owed money uh, to a guy. Uh, the This friend that stole it sold it to me. Harry had a warrant out for his arrest, so he was trying to pay off a debt before he goes to prison or jail or whatever. Um, meanwhile, this is 2017 before, 2015, sorry, before the new Star Wars movie was coming out. A couple months before the new movies. So, this guy, his name is... I'll say it, Richard. He um, sounds like a dick. Oh, he was a major dick. <laughs> he tried to steal something from me at six months prior. Jeez. Oh, um, but he was trying to capitalize on the fact that it's Star Wars toys and the hype and the name that was coming up is a big, you know, big thing for it because it was the first Star Wars movie and since like what two thousand four or something like that. Right. Um, and he uh, had it insured for like astronomical amount of money. And uh, he was just an insurance scam for about sixty thousand dollars. Wow! Um, but he didn't—he didn't anticipate me taking the effort to get the shit back. So he was pissed at me. He was—he called me angry, super pissed that he got like ninety-five percent of it back. Because so I called every single person I sold it to, and a lot of them already seen the news recordings. It was on CNN, right? Right? Like they saw it, and so they were willing to send it back. I—I I lost thousands of dollars on this deal. Thousands and thousands of dollars because one, the money that I gave the guy, um, which was I can't remember how much it, gave. it was about ten thousand dollars, thirteen thousand total worth of street value of this of the Star Wars collection I bought. Wow, right? I, I, I paid 50 percent for my store for stuff, which is more than anyone, okay. Um, but I think I'm giving them actually like four, four, forty five hundred dollars for it because I didn't have five grand, <laughs> but um, something like that, and um, uh, I lost my train of thought for a second. Oh yeah, so uh, I paid, lost the forty five hundred dollars right from from bias given to this guy. Plus, I sold it all, lost all on the fees. Plus, I had it shipped back. Plus, I had it all insured to be shipped because I sold most of it online. There was a few local people um, that I did, and they they all brought it back and I refunded their money. But I don't get back the fees and all stuff. So it was like eight thousand, maybe, maybe six. 7000 somewhere in that range of money I lost, right, on that deal, which I didn't have to do any of it. But I was trying to save reputation um, because Fox News actually screwed me 
because they reported on this because they were they went to this guy's house and it was because he was saying sixty thousand dollars worth of the toys were stolen, right? Wow. So that's a good story. That's just headline news. Right. So they went out, interviewed him, and then they're like, "If you have any where, uh, known whereabouts of where this collection went, please contact the you know, local Vancouver PD." But they're showing a picture of my store on the news. <laughs> oh, so people are calling me up, man. You piece of shit. You blah, blah, death yeah. rest, and oh, I'm never coming into your store again. And so I call up Fox News and just just like yell at them until I got into the person I need to talk to. Like you get your ass out here and you report the actual story. So that that aired, and then uh, that helps a lot, quite a bit actually. But some of the damage is already done. But then I got this hothead piece of shit cop. That was a deputy sheriff, but kept referring to himself as the sheriff. And I, he was a dick, major dick, caused my life living hell for a month, right? And then um, the end of it is, it ends with us agreeing to meet at my store to give back the stuff. Because I kept, I was keeping it at my store. Because I didn't know if someone was going to try and break in and steal it. It was on the news, $60,000 worth of right. store, right? Even though it wasn't worth that much. So I kept it at my house. Um, and then... We agreed to meet at my store. They didn't meet me at my store. They brought in about 10 undercover cop cars at, at my house waiting for me to show up. All swarmed in on me, guns drawn, crazy lights going off, right? Wow. <laughs> for Star for Wars toys. For freaking Star Wars toys. And it was like a scene out of the movies. Plus, my mom was with me, too. She insisted on being there because I happened to be at my parents' house visiting. And then like when I get the call from this sheriff. Um, uh, the uh, the deputy sheriff, right. and uh, she wanted to go. And it took four officers to, like, <laughs> keep her calm because she was about. She's just tired. Like, I'm gonna rip your fucking heads off. So they pulled her off the side. But it was like a thing out of the movies where, like, the mob boss when when once the the, the you know his his uh, like Biff and his crew or whatever like take take the guys down. The headlights come on on the car and it slowly rolls up. That's what this guy, this is what this deputy did. He parked the, on this dead end road where I live, waited till I, everyone had me kind of cornered. Then he rolls up with papers in his hand and his gun drawn. He's like, all right, we're doing this. And I'm like, cool, man, see you at my store. And starts walking. He's like, I'll kick your fucking door down. And duh. I'm like, is that a warrant? And he's like, no, no warrant. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, and then I'm like, fine, just come get it. Which I told him they could come get it anytime they wanted. They had to do it this way. Leaving a lot out. One guy tried to. Once they're in the in my house, uh, they are going through the stuff, threatened to arrest me every second you know that they could, um, because they were like, "Hey, I don't I don't see this thing. Where is it? I'm gonna arrest you. So arrest your house for this." I'm like, "That's not how it works." But there it is. I'm like, "Oh, well, it seems like you have a good handle on this. Could you mind helping us go through this?" I was like, "No." <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, isn't yeah. that a conflict of interest? I don't know, but um, then one one I was standing near a cop about the about that's far away, like three feet away, four feet away, and this one the cop, his 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 partner uh, is like, "Hey, you gonna shoot me?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, oh, "Okay, no, no, you're good. I'm just really hot." And takes off his vest, his bulletproof vest, which has his gun, his badge, and everything on it, and sets it on the floor right next to my feet. And I'm like, "What is going on?" And wow. so. So they go through everything. I'm, he wants you to pull. I know they were threatened to arrest me, and by the end of it, they're like, "Okay, well, you're, you know, I, oh, I directly asked them, like, cool, am I under arrest?" I was like, "Why would you think that? Like, you're listed as a victim on the police report." I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah. And so, Damn. right, and then so they're then they're sitting out in my driveway, or on the on, on the corner of my street there. Like, he called backup. Like the ones that were there brought them back. 
Because they're out there just going like, oh man, I always wanted one of these when I was a kid. It was like going through it, playing with the shit, like right in front of my house. <laughs> like, what is going on? And um, the next day, they, they, do, uh, they do another like news reporting and uh, saying, hey, the guy got his stuff back. Hey, so he's so happy. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, but there's still $6,000 worth of stuff missing. I'm like, What? And then he said, then at the very end of the reporting, the anchor is like, and Richard uh, uh, assures us that he thanked the shop owner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? So he's pissed that you got his shit back. <clears throat> yeah, and then after that, he calls me, super pissed, and because uh, he lost out on easily $60,000 worth of insurance money, apparently. Yeah. If you look at the original news reporting of this guy, he, he's showing his stuff where like it was stolen. And I'm, I mean, I'm no thief, right? But... I don't think I'm going to take the time as a thief to open boxes and then just pull like one thing out and then try and steal it and sell it um, because that's what happened with him. And, and why would you just take the whole fucking box? Right? Yeah. He, had, he had two Millennium Falcons, brand new sealed in the box, right? These are all toys from the 80s, by the, the original mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. 70s and 80s toys. Those are worth a lot of money, especially now. But he had two of them in one box. And he was showing the newspaper, the news, like, yeah, look, they took one of my Falcons. I'm like, just one? Why would you take the time to open a box and pull, like, that's so much effort. Why don't you just grab the freaking box and walk out? You know there's something valuable in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so he had all this other stuff in this room, right? I mean, I'm no investigator, but, like, the dude, when he came in to show me, he's like, yeah, this is my stuff that was stolen. He had pictures, fronts, backwards, sideways of every single piece that was taken and nothing else. And I'm like, is this all your collection? He's like, no, I got so much more. I'm like, how do you have just the things that were stolen? Like, that you're claiming yeah. that are stolen. And he's just swiping on his phone. And also, I don't know about you, but like, you swipe through my phone to show off my, like, anything. It's all of a sudden going to randomly show a picture of like your dog or like your right. food that so you these ate, are right? All right in these a row. are right in a row. And he's just swiping on his phone, like, angles and everything. I'm just like, dude, what are you trying to pull on me? <laughs> like, yeah. You are trying to pull a fast one, and I didn't let him get away with it because got his shit back, most of it. I mean, it cost me a fortune, though. And then uh, the guy that stole it was his roommate, friend, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, he was charged. He got arrested. Then he skipped bail and stuff. But I was supposed to appear in court because he was going against a judge for this, and I was going to get restitution. I was granted restitution. I've only seen twenty dollars of that restitution. I got a random check last year for twenty bucks. And this was in twenty fifteen. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, of the original amount that I, I'd given him, I was he's supposed to pay it back. But yeah, I've never. Yeah, I'll never, never see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the only way to do it is he was obviously gotten garnished his wage because he got out of jail, um, and then he got a job and they pulled money. But I, if he moves to Oregon, I have to then get an attorney in Oregon to then go, to get it. So I'm like, whatever, dude, it's gone. It'll never happen. But that's the short version, dude. There's so much more. That's crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one little funny little teaser, a funny little one in relation to this. About a, a three, four weeks later, a dude walks in, regular guy, street clothes, right? He's like, hey, my, his name's George. His name was George. I still have his business card. He's like, hey, my name is George. I'm with the U.S. Marshals. Oh my god, I laughed. I laughed at him. Because I figured that cause he saw all what went down on the news. And he's like, he's a fucking U.S. Marshal. He pulls out a badge and everything. And he pulls out a wanted poster. Um, and 
Is it you? <laughs> no, it was a guy that had sold me something yesterday. Oh no! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? So, uh, so uh, this is about to happen again. I'm like, now is what <laughs> is go one. what is going on? And and um, he's like, I don't care about that. Um, and but side note though, wanted posters you see in the movies and stuff, those are real. Legitimately, those are those exist. Yeah, wanted a giant bold with reward money, hundred thousand dollars for this guy. Hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, and you you lost out on it. And well, here here, here here's a little bit more to it. I didn't get no hundred thousand dollars though. But he had um, a whole binder on this dude, a little dossier, whatever they're called. And he's like, you mind taking a look at some of this stuff? And he pulls out like his binder, starts flipping through pages, and there's like all these like fake IDs in there from this guy, right? Scans of checks because this dude was like, what, what, well, this, this is U.S. Marshal. This is big time. Yeah, fucking. Dude, yeah. It was crazy because like. Um, he was wanted for, uh, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Basically writing fake checks, hot checks. Yeah. And I was like, hot checks? Like, I'm like, dude, no one out here uses checks. Like, yeah, I'm learning that. I've been chasing this guy for like six months. Um, on the East Coast, checks are still pretty big. I'm like, oh, I didn't, didn't know that. And the way he was wording stuff, he's like, yeah, I've been, I've been hot on this tail. Like, I've been missing him just by like an inch every, every, every single time. I'm like, yeah, dude was here yesterday. And he's like, can I see the paperwork, the stuff that you bought from him? Like, I'm like, I don't care about the items. I'm just, I want to catch this guy. I'm like, all right. Pulled it out. And he's like, hey, I'm like, this is the ID. He's like, goes through his IDs that he has on this guy. He's like, I already have this one. It's fake. I'm like, oh, okay. It didn't look fake to me, man. Because I was good at his shit. Yeah, he yeah. knew what he's doing. And, and then um, he's like, um, oh, it's a phone number. He goes through another page. And there's just like hundreds of phone numbers. And he's like, oh, it's a new one. <laughs> he's like, hey, would you mind calling that number if I get like, and if he gets on the phone, kind of like wait outside, can you get him to come in? And he's like, am I like, am I like, will I get a $100,000 reward? He's like, you bet your ass will get $100,000. Oh, I was like, all right. And so I call a number, but then no one answered. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, he gave me his car. He's like, call me if he comes back, and then oh, I'll be here as fast as I can. That's crazy. Mm hmm. That's really crazy. One day. It was just one day. You better start chasing his ass now. I know. Who knows if he ever caught up to him. He said he didn't chase him for like six months. Like, that's just his job is hunting him down. Can you imagine being a U.S. Marshal? That's your job. Like, this guy. Hunt him down. This is what you're doing until it's done. Fuck that. He had the security foot. cool, actually. Yeah, he had surveillance (laughs) pictures and stuff. There was... There was like slots for like flash drives. Had, I don't know what was on the flash drives, but there was tons of flash drives in there. Wanted posters, like checks, IDs, a couple passports. Fuck. Yeah. Crazy. Who is this guy he's chasing? <laughs> yeah, he's wanted for fake checks. It's really fucking he 007 was a, but, or something. But like shit. the guy, the only reason I remember the guy, he showed me some crappy security footage picture. I'm like, I'm like I remember him. He was actually really cool. Really? <laughs> like, that's cool probably dude. how he gets gets away with everything. Right. Yeah, cool he was he, he was a cool guy. He was just like a red random guy. He's like he had a couple things he probably stole from somebody that he was crashing with, and now that pieces together, but he was a really cool guy. He's like, yeah, I got a couple things. I just want to sell it. And he just want to move on. I gave him like a hundred bucks. And he was cool. Probably got a bus ticket to get out of town. There you go. Probably what he did or train. But yeah. Did you, uh, did you mark those bills? So, like, put microchips or something? Else? Yeah, if I'd known that. Yeah. <laughs> but he was wanted, and I could have made $100,000. That'd be yeah, fucking bet. sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, good times. Oh, that's crazy, man. All right, well, let's kind of uh, 
finish this up. You got a shout out? You want to shout anybody out? Ooh, shout out. Let's see. Who can I shout out? Mm. <laughs> Let's see. I, I know lots of people. I got I got a good buddy. He's um he's out in Utah. Shout out to uh, Dave Knopp. He has a fun YouTube channel, okay. a little filmmaking YouTube channel, little hacks, tips, and tricks. Cool guy. That's cool. He's been around for a while. He's been somebody that I've been following for 10 plus years. And then one day, randomly, he commented on one of my YouTube videos, blew my mind, and now we're best friends. That's fucking cool. We talk every day. Wow. Yeah. Went out to see him a couple times. I just In saw him Utah? recently. Uh, uh, Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him uh, about three weeks ago. Actually, I was out there for a job and happened to line up. The schedules and got to meet up with them. Really cool guy. That's fucking sweet. Dave Knop. His not uh, his his YouTube channel is Knop Top. Knop Top. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, you got one. Mm. Nah, not this time. No. Mm-mm. All right, I got Tiffany. I'm probably butchering this. Chapin. She's 47 kilograms. She set three world records at the 2022 IPF World Championship. Now. 47 kilograms, that's that's not a big person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But she was pulling in the... Did she do... Was, this, this, was deadlift one of them? Deadlift. So okay. it, it was a powerlifting meet. Yeah. Okay, I think I saw that. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull her up real quick. Tiffany. I think she did it with sumo. Did she? I think uh, so. Oh, no. I have it saved right here. Okay. So she's 47 kilogram weight class. She, her squat was... We'll just do pounds. 353.9. Bench was 211.6. And then her deadlift was 374.85. So the squat and the bench were world records. And then her total of 940.4 pounds was a world record. record. So that's three world records in one fucking day. That's why she's my shout out. That is fucking awesome. That's fantastic. It's only weighing what? Like maybe 100 pounds or less? 47 kilograms. I don't know how much that is. How much is that? Do you know? Yeah, no. You, you should know. <laughs> I should know. Kilograms? Yeah. What? Pounds? Where, where, where do we live in? The kilograms of pounds. Let's go. Let's go 47. He's 103 pounds. Yeah. Jesus. It's a tiny people. It is a tiny person. And she's pulling a 900 something pound total. That's pretty good. I haven't really lifted weights since high school. You want to? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you in there. We'll get you big. It'll be delicious. I know that you go to uh, was it, uh, Hardcore Barbell. Yeah, I know the owners. Craig? Yeah, and Jennifer. Yeah. How do you know them? Store. I'm good friends with Jennifer. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, she, she was a customer at my store. Wow, so she a bit of a nerd? A little bit. Yeah. It was mostly her, the, her ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. Um, but And her kids. Yeah. Um, but she's yeah, she's she's a nerd too. She likes Star Wars big time. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, a lot of it's like memorabilia, and like you go and I can sell my toys to you, and then you it sell. Was. It was. Oh, it was. Right, <laughs> I right. Sold it. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying, but that's what it was. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it was a buy sell trade uh, store. Okay. Um, it's, it was kind of sad. The own, new owner that took over, he wanted the name. I'm like, yeah, <clears throat> and because I, I was awesome to see it carry on, but then once he got, it, he just changed the name. Ouch. <laughs> so it killed the killed the name of the. Is it still open? He's still there. He um. He's not. He's very flashy. He's very showy. Okay. You walk in there, it's like whoa. But he's not doing anything to try and sell it. You know, oh. he works a full time job at another place, and his wife works a full time job. 
they make a lot of money and the store just exists. He told me he only wanted the store because his best friend was opening a, a video game store. And so he wanted to have a store too. So he asked what he asked. And so he has his daughter running, I guess, during the day. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just packed full and looks great. And But I don't really ever hear great things about it. No, so. Ouch. Yeah. All right. But hey, it's still there. Reaping my my heart, my hard labor. You know any dad jokes? I used to. I had a good one. I don't remember now. Never. I'm like, you never tell me. Hear one like, I don't remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's love this. I don't got one. No dad joke. Yeah. I got a. Uh, uh, what's a what's a pirate's favorite letter? Oh, I know this one. It's not the R. It's. Um, yeah. There's a there's a twist to this one. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks it's the R, or his first love was the C. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yes. I'm glad it threw you for a second. Those yeah, are my yeah, favorites. yeah. It took a while. You got one. Let's see. I'll find one. Attack on Titan hat. That's pretty cool. Oh, you see that? Yeah, yeah. my friend gave it for my birthday. Yeah. Well, uh, I I still haven't made it past the second season. I just are you an anime at all? Nah, nah, not really. Nah, I got so but not a lot. Toys, but anime, but no. Yeah, not, not no. much. My sister is big time. Yeah, I got I got pretty into it after. Fuck, I got like, I was Dragon Ball Z. Everyone watched that yeah, show, well, right? yeah. But like, I got my foot covered in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, so now now I'm like way into it. <laughs> my sister, she she's big time into that stuff. She's an amazing artist too, and she cosplays and does. Stuff. Oh, cool, cool. That's cool. On top of that, she she's actually knows some of the voice actors from Dragon Ball Z. Some of her artwork is actually the stuff that they use at their booths. Really? My sister's, yeah, she does like these mashups of some characters and like the, art, the voice actors are like, oh, I want that. I want to use that on my table. Like how much? My sister's like, you just have it. I'll send you the file. That's fucking yeah. cool. And it's also funny. She uh, bought a cameo for her boyfriend, fiance, husband. They've been together like 10 years now, whatever. But uh, a cameo from, from one of these voice actors and uh, for his birthday. And when she got it, I was there. I got to see it. It opens up. And he goes, Jen, Andrew, why are you paying for a cameo? Uh, <laughs> like, you have my email. Why don't you just email? I love you guys. Look, I have your artwork. She has her artwork, like, hanging in, like, her house, like, of my sister's artwork. Like, wow. in her house. Like, it, was, it wasn't even, like, a cameo of, of like, like, how it typically would be. It was just, like, a tour around her house and, like, just, like, a friend chatting. I'm like, why would you pay for this? It's like, tell my sister this. I can't remember what actor or voice actress it was for, though. It was a female? Yeah. For Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. So it was like Bulma or some yeah, shit? I don't or... know. I don't watch the show. Vegeta? I know that name. Is that one? Yeah. yeah that's... <laughs> Damn. That, that hurts. <laughs> Goku? I know that one. Yeah. And then there was Cell. I know that one. Yeah. I think that's all the characters I know from oh, the show. Oh, man. It got, it got really good. This last Dragon Ball Super was pretty... Or, uh... Not Super. Was that... That was Super, right? The last competition they had? Uh yeah, super. It was it was fucking fantastic. I don't know if you're ever gonna watch it or not. You seem to be a little bit more into the older school stuff, but now this came in one of those subscription boxes. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I love it. As you wish. Yeah. From uh, Princess Bride. Bride. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did I say? I thought it was to begin with. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Either. Game of Thrones or some shit probably. Anyways. Yeah, All right. Well, uh, so this is Tyler Toby Townsend. Did you hear dad joke? No. Okay. But- so this is Martine. <laughs> this is Martine and his dad joke. Real quick. Okay. Air used to be free at the gas stations. Now it's $1.50. You know why? Why? Inflation. 
Nice. Well, that's Martin right there. <laughs> and then we got our guest, Chris Erickson. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having me. Great stories. Yeah, well, uh, so look for us on uh, all the social media, Psychotic Strength Crew podcast. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, we'll try and get you back in here for some more of those stories. I got lots of them. Yeah? Oh, yeah. All right. Sweet. <laughs>